Welcome to the Conscious Living Show with your host, Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sex life reflects the health of other aspects of your life. While this may not be the only factor, it certainly contributes to the degree you'll enjoy a well rounded, healthy, happy, sexy life. Now, here is Dr. Nancy and Dr. Mark. Well, good morning. This is the Conscious Living Sexuality Show, and we're back in Northern California. Hi. Good morning, babe. Good morning, dear. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Busy as usual. Are you busy? Absolutely. Yeah. We're always busy, but we're here for an hour with you, and we're going to be talking about uh, kind of a tender topic, and it's about what happens when people cheat, and what does that mean, and how do we handle it, and all the different stories that we tell ourselves about that. I think we should use a different word. Cheat's kind of harsh. We should yeah. Say, we should say drift. Drift. Yes. Okay. That's kind of a car term, isn't it? When you're drifting. Yeah, you're getting off the road. Yeah, well, I think that happens a lot. <laughs> you find yourself in the wrong garage. Yes. So we have, um, oh, so we met Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Um, so the chat room's open, so you can pop in and put in your comments, questions. I'll try to get to them as we go, uh, but I'm also going to try to stay on topic, which sometimes is a challenge yeah, for me. sometimes, you know, when you're drifting, you come to a screeching halt. I know. I I tend to be kind of a moving target here. So Mark's here as my stabilizer, right? Stabilizer. Well, so the the first thing I, when I think of cheating, Mm -hmm. um, you have to be breaking an agreement. There you go. Okay. That is it. I mean, really, and that, that's why the word cheating, I think, applies to a lot of things other than just sexuality, right? I mean, if you're, if you're breaking an agreement about do you even taking a test in school, if you cheat, you're breaking an agreement that you're going to do this test without the notes that the teacher had, right, right. had given you. Right. So when, when this comes into a relationship, I think that cheating, um, you know, we, we grow up with these concepts around cheating, around uh, what is relationship supposed to be, what are the rules of a relationship, and yet... And and this word is called monogamy, right? That's well. That's as you've said before. That's the default relationship. That is the default relationship, and yet I I just taught a a, a high school class, and I asked the kids what if they knew what the word monogamy meant, and this was a senior class, and they didn't. They had never heard of that word. But they knew what being exclusive was. So we talked about um, if you've made an exclusive agreement, what does that mean? And what was interesting is it was the same needed conversation around exclusivity as it would be monogamy or whatever default you have. Because I asked the kids, well, does that include um, hugging? You know, does that include, hi, Kelly, (laughs) does that include, um, uh, does that include dancing? Does that include flirting? And I, so I went through the list and it, you know, some of the kids were nodding. Yes. Some of the kids were nodding. No. But when I got to porn, (laughs) does that include porn? And the guys in the class were like, no, that's not included in that list. So, but the girls were kind of shocked that the guys wouldn't include that because they'd never had that conversation. So I think I might have opened up some conversations among the boys and girls in the class about what what do you mean when you say exclusive? Well, there's always that saying, you need to make sure you're on the same page. You know, things need to be symmetric. People right. need to be 
uh, understanding what their agreements are and what uh, what it includes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you want to be on the same road, going the same direction. Not drifting. Not drifting. Right, off the road. It could be off in the ditch. <clears throat> yeah, that's 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 rough. <laughs> I think a lot of people do end up in the ditch with this topic, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. So you know, Repairs can cost a lot. Yeah. So as we go through the show, we're going to... Well, and she, that, she, that yeah. actually is one of the first things that I have written down is infidelity is costly. I mean, it is. It is. I mean, it costs a lot on a lot of different levels, not just monetarily, but it costs a lot with it. You, you, you um, spend your currency of trust. You spend your currency of, uh, of respect and, and of what you assumed was your agreement, right? So this is why having a better understanding of what your agreements are in your relationship is really preventive. Right. Absolutely. And how often should you review your agreements? I think frequently because life changes and and I think we need to stay stay connected. You know, I mean, we we wouldn't have really had to have many conversations around pornography before the internet. I mean, you you had to really go out of your way to see porn before the internet, right? And then when when the internet first came out, I mean, you could, and I'll say this from experience, you could watch some porn, but it would take forever for it to upload. <laughs> so it was like it was like watching a shadow dance for a long time. <laughs> that was kind of fun. Yes, yes. Yeah. But but if you haven't had those conversations, and as technology changes and as accessibility changes. For example, in a couple, if one person's traveling a lot, that might change the dynamic of the relationship. So they need to have a conversation about, okay, well, what does this mean? If you're going to be, I knew a couple that they were going to be apart for six months. You so know, they should review their agreements. They then. should review their agreement. And what's interesting is that the swinging lifestyle really um, became much more prevalent on military bases before it was mainstream because of the need for some kind of sexual outlet for couples that were separated for a year or two years at a time. You know, how, how would you how would you survive that? Uh, yeah, well obviously a lot of people aren't able to survive or right. or more commonly one person survives and the other one doesn't. <laughs> right. Which right. makes it even more complicated. So there's a I have some funny words for um, for for cheating. And one of them is uh, non-consensual, uh, non-monogamy unilaterally. <laughs> so it's like one person says, I'm in an open relationship. And the other person's like, uh, no, we're not. <laughs> so you have to both, you have to really both kind of be on the same page, right? Absolutely. And I think yeah. the preventive side is important of this because... It, that way it's symmetric. Everybody understands what they're trying to achieve. And, and you know, it's not like you can go to the store, buy the, buy the, the item, and then take it back. <laughs> There's no return policy. There's no return policy. Once, <laughs> once you break an agreement, then you do have trust issues. And, and trust issues are hard to repair. Yeah. So I, I think uh, those things are probably even more important than what actually happened or occurred. Yeah, you know, I mean, speaking our truth is, is tough. When it's a truth that you know is, is going to be hard for the other person to hear or that you might get in trouble for. 
right? Right. I think I think that's that's part of the reason that we don't disclose our truth is because we've we we don't really want the consequences of it. So what is that? There's that saying: it's better to ask for forgiveness later than permission before. Is that right? Well, that's what people say. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that works out very well because then I think people feel betrayed. That's a good way to do it if you want to start over. <laughs> if you want do-overs with somebody else. <laughs> and, you know, the the reality is is that, that um, indiscretions, sexual or romantic indiscretions in relationships is, is very common. So if it's so common... Uh, then perhaps we need to re-examine the agreements that are made and at what point those agreements need to shift. I think one of your themes is that what you've created, especially once you have family, children, you have uh, that type of, of situation, you have so much invested in that relationship. You don't want to have deal breakers that could really harm that core um, relationship that you have. Right, right. This is kind of interesting. It says one of the biggest myths in relationships is that people think, oh, my partner cheated, therefore there's something wrong. That there's an underlying problem with me or there's an underlying problem with the relationship. That something must be broken for them to do that. And we're going to talk about how that is most of the time not the case. And yet we still... We still are tempted to take it personally, right? The, you, you cheated on me rather than, you know, I'm trying to understand, well, what's going on with you that that door was opened? Well, again, once the agreements broke, then you do have to go through that analysis. And right. that's one of the considerations. Right. I might not be meeting your needs. A person might not be meeting their needs. Well, I've got a whole list of other things. Right. Yeah. So you have to go down through the checklist. And that's yeah. what the counselors do. And that's why it gets really you know, hopefully you can pe- prevent people from needing to get to that stage. Yeah. I mean, I think certainly, um, you know, not feeling loved is a big one. You know, people people need to um, understand that, you know, if you're not feeling loved in a relationship, and this is where we need to talk about love languages, that's really important because you want to make sure that the love language you're speaking is the love language your partner can hear. You know, because you might be thinking, but I do love you. I'm doing all these things. I, I, I do all this. I, I do all this behavior that says I love you. And the other person, that might not be their language. So it's as if you're speaking French and they only understand German. Well, if you're writing up agreement, it's best if you're speaking the same language. Yeah. So how about when the other person loses focus on the relationship and everything else is more important than being intimate with the other person? I mean, that that's one of those d- discrepancies that needs to be immediately addressed in the relationship. Because if one person is feeling neglected and they have a lot of drive and need, they're going to be vulnerable. Yeah, I think that the yeah. first agreement that you make is the agreement to have open discussion about what your agreements are. <laughs> it sounds a little bit circular, but but I think if one person is feeling neglected, they have to have a venue to be able to express that, and right. that's your oasis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this is we we should talk about that in the next segment. Okay. I think let's talk about that, and then let's talk about. Um, what is the monogamy agreement? You know? If, well, you look kind of puzzled there. Yeah, what is that? Because <laughs> if I'm making a monogamy agreement, 
what I I know what I'm agreeing not to do, and I'm I'm hoping you're agreeing not to do. But what is it that we're actually agreeing to do? And how many people talk about that when they have that discussion? Oh, something more. All right, so we've got a lot of people in the chat room right now, and we're going to take a break in a minute. But you know, you can also follow this on uh, the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You can listen in. Or you can check in with us uh, here on Facebook. This will be up later. And then you can you can take us with you and listen to all the other shows. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a little break. When we come back. We've got all kinds of more things for you about monogamy, cheating, and the sexy lifestyle. We'll be right back. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. You're listening to The Conscious Living Sexuality Show, and this is our second segment, and we're talking today about why do people cheat? Why do people cheat? Well, that's because one reason is because they don't know what their agreement is. They don't know what their agreement is. So it's a, it's an accident, and a lot of guys are going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I fell in. I, Sorry. I thought that was our agreement, yes. <laughs> well, and I think that there's so many things that can be misconstrued or can be construed as cheating that you really need to know what that means. Because I have some friends, if they dance with somebody else, they feel like it's cheating. I have other. I know other people that if 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 she's watching porn or he's watching porn, they feel like it's cheating. So people really need to understand uh, what what is the cheating in their agreement, right? So what's so, outside their boundaries? So the bottom line is, know what your agreement is and review your agreement, especially when you have. Um, life events that are going to make it more stressful for you to keep your agreement. Right. Like what? 
Well, you used the example of signing up and in the military and leaving for a year. Yeah. I don't plan to do that anytime soon. Okay, good. Good. But that would certainly add a stress to both people, you know, and, and, uh, you know, many people in the military, uh, are, are unable to stay in that agreement of, uh, strict monogamy. Totally, totally understand that. So now you wanted to try to define something here. Yes. What's, what are we moving on to here? So, when people agree to uh, a monogamous relationship, what are they agreeing to? And I hear a lot of people talk about all the what the not to do's. You know, there's a long list of don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And there's a, there's a, there's a sense of trying to control the other person. So I would rather people flip it around and come into the, come into the agreement about what I'm agreeing not to do and what I'm agreeing to do. And then the other person would have that conversation back. So you both come into it with what is it that you're agreeing to, not what you're expecting the other person to agree to. Yeah, that's a subtle switch, but I think that's effective. It is, because most of the time when we say, I want to be exclusive with you, it's that I want you to not do something. That's my usually my drive. How about let's be exclusive? That's because I don't want you to see other people. Mm-hmm. So I want to get you to agree to exclusivity with me. Mm-hmm. I like it when you agree with me. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Happens once in a while. Yes. Yes. So, so what is it that? So, what is it that we're we are agreeing to? And the thing that I uh, people are often forget to talk about is that if I am agreeing to be monogamous with you, I'm agreeing to meet your sexual needs. Right. To the best of my ability. Now, that doesn't mean that you can just take what you want when you want it. That's rape. <laughs> so we're not going to have any of that. But if if you have a sexual curiosity, then I want to do my best to meet that need with you because you have the right to a full, exciting sexual life just like I do. Right? And if we're on that journey together, then I want to make sure I'm meeting your needs. I like how you're thinking. <laughs> See how lucky I am. <laughs> you're, you're here witnessing <laughs> an agreement being made. So. But I but I think that that's right. You know, you have control over the things that you want to do, like to do, and your enthusiasm. Right. And so, you know, you and you feel that obligation because of the agreement. I think that's great. Well, if I'm going to if I'm going to ask that we have a monogamous agreement, then it goes both ways, and it also means that it you know. Doesn't mean that. Well, t- today, if I'm if I'm not in the mood, or I've just had a baby, or there's something going on, I'm sick. That because I can't meet your need today, that that cuts the agreement, and off you go. Yeah. I mean, we have to be compassionate and patient with each right. other. But I get a lot of calls from from guys, especially, want because their wives have given up on having sex with them, and yet they expect them to hold the monogamy agreement when they're not right 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 so so what do we do about that so then if you go off and you have an experience with somebody else under those circumstances are you really cheating well if you don't have that discussion before right if you if you don't alter your agreement then i think you are drifting off the road into the ditch (laughs) so how do you have how do you start that that conversation 
So we have this thing called the Oasis. And you'll be seeing you'll be seeing that on some interesting broadcasts coming up in the near future, uh, where we actually do a Oasis uh, demonstration with about eight couples, and it's a really powerful tool to learn how to have these difficult conversations and feel safe doing so. I think people should practice with easy sure, topics and absolutely. then move on to the more difficult ones, like I want to go have sex with somebody else. <laughs> That's kind of tough. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't start there. Yeah, it's not a good but you can, I mean, you can, you can be playful with it. You can start off with, um, you know, we're going to redecorate a room. Let's sit down and, and in our oasis, talk about what each of us are dreaming about for this room. You know, if I have an, an idea of how this room is going to be, I need to be able to express that to you and feel safe doing so. So it needs to be not hot topics to start right. with. Right. And guys, use words. Don't just, when she's talking about redecorating a room, just go. <laughs> Is that what you do? Just nod your head. <laughs> well, that's okay. You can still <clears throat> nod your head. <laughs> I, I think it, it, it has to be a topic that's important to both people. Sometimes we default. We don't have an opinion. That's okay. But it's good to let it's just it's just open discussion. Yeah. So how how has that helped you, that oasis? Oh, just knowing that that we have that option to sit down and 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 pause and and have that discussion. Yeah. Because these things come up spontaneously. It isn't like you say, okay, Saturday night at nine o'clock, we need to have an, a, a little oasis time. I mean, you could do it that way. Yeah. But, but sometimes we're talking about something, and I feel like you're. You're not giving me a straight answer, or you're not you're you're me? you're not able to answer. So I want to make it safe for you to give me your answer. Yeah, safe. And, and that word keeps coming up, and I think that's the really the kind of the key concept of a healthy um, uh, bonded relationship is that both people feel safe to express their truth. Right. And if you're talking about your agreements, that's essential. Yeah, absolutely. So, so now we've talked a little bit about your agreements. You want to have an agreement. Right. You want to both know what that agreement is, and you want to have a safe place to create those agreements. So is, do you think it's possible for people who've had a monogamous agreement for a long time, and then uh, they, they're both drifting in different directions with their sexual desires and drive. Maybe one person just has lost their love and feeling. They just don't have the desire. That's not their priority. They don't want to have sex anymore. But the other person still would like an active sex life. So do you think it's possible for those people to stay in their relationship and yet both have their needs met? Well, I think you just outline probably the most difficult agreement to navigate so i think probably i would recommend that people get some additional counseling so that they understand how to navigate that because um one of the concepts that you've talked about frequently is is that when you're with another person you can't have hidden secrets or agendas with that person. Right. And um, you have to be careful because they can drift off into polyamory and and things that the other person isn't really comfortable with. And in those types of relationships, a person, um, you don't know what the agenda is of the person that you're starting to have extramarital time with, you know. So that's th- those are the most complicated agreements. I think they should talk to someone before 
they go that way. Unless they've unless they've had this oasis throughout their relationship, you know. So if you start the oasis early in your relationship, and you really have a, an understanding of, you know, like, like for example. Many years ago, um, I sat on the couch with Mark and I said, you know, got it. we have our oasis. I have a really difficult thing to bring up. And I had contemplated uh, taking a job in New York for a year. And so I said, you know, the, this, this job possibility is out there. I'm really interested in it. I think it would be a good thing for my career. I would like to apply for it, but that means I'm going to be away for a year. And how, how does that affect you? You know, I want to know how, if, if I should do this. And so we had a conversation about it. And so it's, you know, when you can, when you can have difficult conversations, like about your kids, about money, about all these different topics, then when something sexual comes up, you've developed a communication style and an, and an understanding and a safe place to express and listen to each other and respect each other's needs and wants in that setting. So the more we can practice this oasis from the bare, very beginning or from starting right now, if you haven't done it, then if something comes up down the road, you have a, you're better prepared. Right. Yes. Yeah. But, but again, the, the, the relationships, uh, when one needs are not being met by the person in the relationship, that's very complicated. So, I, again, I would recommend that you talk, talk with someone ahead of the curve. Yeah. So, who could they talk to? They could talk with you. Yeah. Yes. I think that's very valuable yeah. um, because Yeah, that, I help that a lot is, of people navigate those, those is, discrepancies. That is, that is a difficult navigation, it I, is. I believe. It so. is. It is. I mean, that, that probably challenges us to the core when we do, cause, because I think most people are afraid that if doing that, that they're going to really go off in different directions and that that will split the family, that that will split, that they won't have the relationship that they used to have. And, and there are ways to navigate that so both people are okay. There you go. Yeah. All right, we're getting ready for another break. So we've got lots more for you for the second half of the show. We're going to talk about different situations. Talk about we're going to talk about sex drive. What does that mean? How how does that how does that work out? Um, and conflict uh, when when people what what excuses people use. So if you have any excuses you'd like to put in the chat line, please do so. Otherwise, we'll come back in a few in about 90 seconds. Yeah, my starter won't work. Your starter won't work. That's my excuse. Oh, <laughs> I think we should get your starter fixed. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized. The world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communications specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR 
empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. Stay tuned in and turned on to a sexual evolution here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. This is The Conscious Living Sexuality Show. And I'm giving Mark a little shoulder this morning. Better than a little attitude, right? Absolutely, yes. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're talking about why do people cheat? What makes people step outside of their relationships and break their agreements? And um, hi, there's John. That's so cool. I just love all these people popping into the Facebook Live, right? Yes. So if you're just listening uh, after the show, if you check in with my Nan Pierce uh, website or my Facebook, you can watch the show periodically. Mark and I come along and uh, and sit here, <laughs> sit here and get much, silly live. I want to see how much trouble I can get myself in in a few minutes. So if you're Uh-oh. interested, keep watching. <laughs> Are you going to get in trouble? Maybe. Oh, dear Lord. Maybe, okay. You know. All right. So we're talking about sex drive. So when people have mismatched sex drive, how does that work in a relationship and how do people negotiate that? And a lot of people use that as an excuse to step outside the relationship uh, without consent. And I do a lot of work with people around consent. And I, I really firmly believe that that the part of the one of the things that with cheating that bothers people the most isn't necessarily the sex part. It's the betrayal. It's the being feeling left out. It's the not knowing. It's the the lack of trust. You know, if 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 you wanted to have sex with somebody else and you couldn't tell me, then then I'm I'm going to feel like wow, what how have I set this up so that you couldn't be honest with me? Um, and then the, the other thing that happens is that if, if there's that secret with somebody else, there's a bond that's created in that secret. And that bond is really scary to the, to your primary partner. Well, I think it should be scary. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and the, and the other partner is also, it's not symmetrical anymore. They they haven't reviewed their agreement, so the other person might be turning down things that they would like to do, and and find out in some other time that their partner was not turning down the same the same opportunities. Well, I have to tell you that happened in my first marriage. You know, I was very young and very horny, and I was married to a guy in the Navy, and he was off overseas, boinking whoever he wanted. But we had an agreement of monogamy. And I was in San Diego in like hot dude city and turning down offers left and right. And when I when he came back and I found out that he had been that he'd been uh, sleeping with other people, 
I was more pissed that I had not than he had. I'm going to check off, scratch out. <laughs> I'm not going to join the Navy. Don't join the Don't Navy. Don't join the Navy. Okay. So. <clears throat> well, again, we've, we've, I, I think that that's so important. And that's why we keep re- coming back to the topic of re review your agreements from yeah. time to time, especially if there's some big shift in your, in your situations, living in two different places, different job changes, um, health issues, uh, all of those right. things, make sure you're still on the same page so that somebody doesn't feel betrayed. So, um, um, oh, here we go. why do people cheat? Why do people cheat? Well, I mean, what happens? I don't think people wake up in the morning and go, hey, I think this would be a great idea if I betray my partner's trust and, and uh, fall off and uh, drift off the road. I think a lot of it is situational. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of times um, it's opportunity. You know, when when opportunity arises and you might be feeling vulnerable, those two things together can can lead to a situation. And I think most of the time when people cheat, there it's a one-off. They have an experience, and oftentimes they don't disclose that to their partner. But I think it's when people have an affair, when they have a love affair with someone else. Um, then that that's t- typically when the partner of the person that's having the affair feels the drift. They, they feel that pull away. And that can be very damaging to a relationship, you know, when you feel your partner pull away, but you don't understand why. And I think it makes a lot of people feel a little crazy. You know, it, it, you, you sense this. I mean, both men and women have a sixth sense. So we sense our partners drifting away. And yet, we ask and they deny because they lie because they're afraid of getting caught because they're afraid of the consequences, which is if you've set up the rule that because I remember early in my life, you know, thinking, well, if they cheat, you leave them. That was the kind of the default. We have a monogamy agreement. If you cheat, you that's the end of their relationship. And yet when you're faced with that, uh, you know, I've, people are, have criticized Hillary Clinton for staying with Bill for cheating. But if you look around the world, most people don't leave when their partner cheats. That's not their first choice. No, because they don't because it's not it, it's it, the rest of the relationship might be great. You know, you have a family. You have I mean, it's complicated. So it's not as simple as, well, if you do this, I'm going to do that. And so don't set yourself up, first of all with that kind of a mindset. Because if you set yourself up for that mindset, you're going to be faced with a a horrific dilemma rather than, okay, if this happens, what do we do? How do we process it? How can we understand each other a little better if this happens? Well, the temptation is is real. Um, uh, Mm -hmm. You know, that's and that's the problem. I mean, if you're walking by, you're walking down the street and there's a car with the keys in it, you don't jump in and take it off for a drive, do you? I don't. I would be afraid. <laughs> but, you know, I think... But I it's think, tempting. <laughs> Got a hot car there. You want to jump in, take it for a drive. Going with the car analogy again. <laughs> you might find yourself driving down a one-way street the wrong way. Yeah. It could be really scary. Yeah. So... <laughs> I just think that I think that when, when, when people get caught up in this type of activity... It isn't always their own idea. Sometimes they're being picked off by oh, by the, the seduction. Yes, yes, it's it's something that okay. uh, 
that they're vulnerable to, right. not, a, not a conscious decision to have. Right. You know? Well, I think I mentioned vulnerability and opportunity. You know, when those things happen together, that's that's a hotbed <laughs> of uh, of temptation. So you can see how all of these things are linked together. You know, right. so that if you're in a relationship and you're trying to meet the needs of your partner, they're they're going to be much less vulnerable. If you've got a hot car at home, you don't need to jump in and take a drive in another car. <laughs> Do you have a hot car at home, babe? I do. I do have a hot car at home. Got some nice wheels. <laughs> wheels? And a big engine. Whoa. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> well, you know, strong strong heart. Okay. So here's a question. Was, uh, what's, was curious to, like, when people cheat, is there forgiveness afterward? And do some relationships end? Um <laughs> Linda Dupel says I have a turbo engine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think unfortunately sometimes sometimes uh, relationships are damaged beyond repair. Yeah, but usually you can tell if you can't if the other person cannot get in the space of the person if you if you have spatial issues where you, you can't even give that other person a hug or you can't get a hug I, I think you really have some some problems but if you can still give each other a hug and and there's still some some energy there uh, oftentimes it can be renegotiated right and and so that so that these things don't continue to happen over and over and over again. And I think that's really key, if, uh, the, the spatial thing. You know, if you, if you can't even get into the physical space with your partner without feeling a little uncomfortable or repelled, um, it, it's probably not a good sign for the relationship. And it's, I think it's important that you face those things and you don't torture each other. You know, there there is life after divorce, and I think there are a lot of people that probably would be much happier divorced than they are married. Um, I'm I'm going to writing a book on how to have a healthy and happy divorce because I've seen people had a really horrible marriage and they had an even worse divorce. So it's like if you're going to get divorced, at least figure out how to do it well so that your children don't suffer and your families don't suffer and you don't suffer. So there, there is a way to, you know, you can have two really great people and not be really great together. So it doesn't have, you don't have to make one person evil and the, and the other person an angel. You don't need to do that to have, to, to have come to an understanding that maybe this relationship isn't working anymore. So people cheat because of temptation. Yeah. They cheat because of vulnerability. Yeah. Why, why, what other reasons do they have for, for um, drifting off the road? I think anger. Anger. A- anger is a big one. Um, you know, if you feel resentment and anger in your relationship, that's a way to get back at your partner. So if, if there's that, but that's really a toxic relationship if you're going to go to that extreme. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's abusive. If you're going to do something knowingly to harm your partner, that's abuse no matter what it is that you do. So I think if, if you're tempted to do that, please seek counseling. 
and figure out how to heal yourself and and either dissolve the relationship or heal the relationship. But just staying in a toxic relationship to beat each other up, I don't really see much point it's, in that. It's, uh, you know, the analogy is kind of like buyer's remorse, right? You buy a car that's too expensive <laughs> and every time you make a payment, you get a little bit frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Get angry yeah. at having to make that payment. I think I had buyer's remorse once. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just wanted to trade it back in. (laughs) They wouldn't take it back. (laughs) All right. Well, we're about ready for another break. So the last segment, if you have other questions. um, (laughs) Why why do I need a beautiful car if they don't let me borrow the keys? (laughs) There you go. See, it's working. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was was wondering, you know, um, can you buy insurance? (laughs) That would be a great, I think we should sell it. We need to sell that kind of insurance. Yes. All right. We're about ready to take a break. We'll be back in a minute with our last segment. So if you have questions or comments, please pop them in the chat line or email me at drnancy at drnsp.com. We'll be right back. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communications specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. You're listening to the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. All right, we're back. Conscious Living Sexuality Show. And as our last segment, we're talking about why do people cheat? And this is really a hot topic, but I think it's so important that we that we understand the why and that we... Uh, maybe develop a different kind of compassion for this topic rather than an anger. And the last segment, we were talking about some of the reasons why people cheat, anger, um, lack of sex uh, uh, satisfaction, uh, maybe just curiosity, but also self-esteem might be part of it. It boosts your self-esteem to have a a new partner. But we have a question, uh, do people plan to cheat? What do you think? I, I think they do. I think they do. I think that uh, this is exactly why this show is valuable because if you have that conscious need to cheat, then you can stop 
you know, you don't even have to use the drift or cheating word. If you just have your oasis in a discussion with your partner, yeah, then that's that's much as difficult as that may sound. It's much easier to have that conversation than after you cheat, have the conversation uh, at that time because it's going to come up. It's very hard to suppress not being found out. I mean, I think right. you're, you know, you're more likely to be found out than not. So you might as well have the discussion ahead of time. <clears throat> now, the, the, where the more empathy is, is that when the guy or the guy walks down the street and the cars, the keys are in the car. Now, what they're not really realizing is, is that someone put those keys in the car and they're tempting you. And mm-hmm. sometimes you get caught up in temptation. We're all human. And, and that's unfortunate, too, because it is going to break the agreement. But there's perhaps more understanding with temptation than a planned uh, affair. Affair, right, yes. right. And I think again, you know, there, there, there is definitely a different a difference between uh, a, a liaison and an affair. And because when there's when the heart's involved, that does change how how we process it and and how the, our partner's going to feel about it. So I think um, here's a great saying, grass looks greener, but it's actually greener where you water it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, if, if, you're, if you're not getting your sexual needs met, if you're not feeling loved, mo- most of the time I think it's more um, people cheat when they're, when they're pulled away from their partner, um, it's, they're vulnerable. There's a vulnerability that, the, that has been left. Um, or the person is, it has a vulnerability that they haven't revealed to their partner. And I think that's, that's kind of a key is if, if you are feeling vulnerable and you do have needs that aren't being met, talk to your partner first. Find a way to have these conversations, honest, open conversations with your partner, because there's that you've given them absolutely zero chance to meet your needs if you don't let them know what your needs are. If you feel right? the, if you feel the car kind of pulling to the left, uh, take it into the repair shop and get some get some advice. Jesus. <laughs> Okay. They might help you realign your wheels. <laughs> oh my God! So that you're going down the road. Yeah. <laughs> safely. And you know it's good to have a trustworthy car. You you want it to be solid. Even if it's an old jalopy. <laughs> solid. Well, now what does this mean? I have had my car, my little Volkswagen, uh-huh. uh, since uh, high, high school. school. So. There you go. I'm, I'm, so you keep things, you keep old cars around a long time is what you're saying? Well, I'm, I'm saying that, that that car doesn't have a turbo motor. It's, it's what we call a sleeper. Gotta love you. Isn't that good? Yeah, that's good. You're good. But I think all, right. all of these things are fun. Yeah. Light, trying to lighten up a very serious target. Yeah. Topic. Target. <laughs> Oops. You're a target. You're a target. <laughs> uh, All right. So I think that, you know, for me, the, the, the take-home message for this whole topic is talk, 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 talk. You know, get, get, your, get your conversations going in, in your relationship so that if there is a temptation, you can share that temptation. You can, what's that look? Yes, absolutely. 
<laughs> you just gave me the look like, what? No, I was thinking. <laughs> Uh-oh. When you're thinking, I know it's yeah, dangerous. Yeah, I was just saying that, you know, each, each of you should <laughs> see how each other drives their car. <laughs> see if there's an imbalance. No, I, I think talking is critical. Um, you know, you, you have to review these agreements. You do. And make sure that you know what you're agreeing to. You know, if if you're agreeing to um, if you if you really want to have the agreement of monogamy, you have to outline what it is that means for what you're going to give to your partner, what you're going to do, how you're going to be. And if you can't meet that agreement, you have to renegotiate. I think that's critical. Absolutely. You know, I, 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 I have had couples. um in counseling, one person uh, had serious health issues. They no longer had any desire to be sexual. Um, and they gave their partner a hall pass and just said, you know, I, I, I don't want you to leave me. You know, I love you. I want to be in a, I still want you here with me. But I can't do this part of our relationship anymore. And I, I can't tell you not to have your needs met. So the partner was able to go and find other people to meet that part of their their life's needs and still have their relationship with their partner. So I think it's, you know, that's a very loving thing to do. It, it's, it's probably one of the most loving things to do is when you can release your partner to be who they are and what they get, what they need if you aren't able to provide that. I, 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 that's, that takes a, a big heart, and I think that's, again, why I would recommend that they talk to you first. Yeah. And Because sometimes a person will feel that obligation, but they don't really feel that, the, you know, that this is really what I want to do. They yeah. say, well, I'll, I'll let it happen, but, but I'm, I'm doing it out of sacrifice, not, not out of goodness of their heart. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I think you have, in, in addition to that, you want to make sure that all other avenues are explored. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're currently um, rewriting the manuals for Sibian. Yeah. And there are a lot of other ways to meet people's needs within a relationship that are creative. Definitely. And, and, and um, it can be things that other people might not have thought about. And this isn't, you're not showing people how to have sex. You're just giving them ideas on how to enhance their relationship, especially if they're drifting off the road. Yeah. You know, <laughs> now, if both people are interested in an open relationship, then that's another conversation. Right. But I think if, if both people, if you get in the agreement, you say, oh, you know, I'm ready for an open relationship. I'm ready for an open relationship. You've got an agreement, but if one person is not feeling good or is is struggling to meet the needs of the other, I'd still really recommend counseling before you open the relationship. I think that that's really important. Well, and I think it's it's important that both people um, seek counseling together and individually to make sure that you both really are on the same page you know with a with a counselor you can you can both reveal your truths and then the counselor doesn't reveal that to each other but they help you at least go you know this isn't going to work for you, you you're, you're you're trying to agree to something that is not in your heart and that it, that won't work for you you're resented and that will have a, an outcome that you're not looking for so I think that's really critical right right, right. <laughs> And there are lots of creative ways to spice up your sex life. And that's a lot of what I do in my classes around the world is teach couples about how to spice up the sex life that they're 
that they're enjoying together and keep that interesting because that's really key. Yeah, it right? just takes a little effort, a little thought, and and um, and you can uh, um, put a new coat of paint on that car. <laughs> Got to wax it every now and then. <laughs> Tune up the motor. So, Tina, well, last question: uh, Can someone be in an open relationship and still be in the same per- with the same person for years? Yes, yes. I mean, that's uh, uh, most most of the people I know in open relationships have been together for a very long time. Uh, most people that I know didn't open up their relationship till they'd been together for a long time. So that's that's pretty typical. Um, all right. So next week, um, I'm not sure what we have planned, but we've got some great topic for you. We'll be in town. We'll be here. So we'll be going live again next week. Same time, same station. Um, it's really important that you keep talking. If you want to know more about the Oasis, contact me and I can. I do a lot of couples work with how to even design that Oasis so that you can both speak the truth still, safely. I'm hoping, and, and we can't reveal too much, but I'm hoping that that documentary that you were filmed in, that was such a perfect example of an Oasis. I'm it hoping was really that, beautiful. Yeah. that is, you know, anytime that uh, you're filmed, you don't know exactly what uh, the person is going to cut in and cut out and how they're going to do that part of it you lose control Mm -hmm. but that was a very perfect uh, opportunity to see how you conduct your oasis and that's the best example i can think of great well yeah let's keep our fingers crossed that that comes out so until next time love hard laugh more and kiss longer what's the kiss rule one two three Three seconds, Three right? Seconds. Are we all done? No, almost. Mm. <laughs> that was two. <laughs> oh. Well, you can. Oh, all right, count. ready? Ready, okay. <laughs> all right. So if you have questions about the show afterward, please email me. I've put my email in the in the links, um, D-R-N-A-N-C-Y at D-R-N-S-P dot com. And yeah, we'll both be back, Tina. That's a mouthful. They want you here. What? I'm a mouthful? No, that, that thing, yeah. My name's a mouthful? Yeah. I hope I haven't offended anybody with my car analogies. I doubt it. People liked it, yeah. All right, until next week. Remember, take take good care of each other. Namaste. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget, Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining us this week for The Conscious Living Show. Be sure to join Dr. Nancy, Dr. Mark, and their guests next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Have a healthy, sexy week in every way. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.